the IE Business Podcast in association with PwC, a dedicated private business team built around you. Hello there, and welcome to the IE Business Podcast in association with PwC. I'm Koch Cadden, and joining me today is Connor Buckley, the Chief Executive of Granite Digital, a leading provider of tech and marketing services from its base in Cork. Connor, you're very welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So, Granite has grown so rapidly in recent years, it's hard to keep up with the number of deals and offerings that it has now. Um, so, in a nutshell, Connor, what does Granite do? I suppose we started building websites, but that's that's grown significantly now into very complex web applications. We market web applications um, online. We host, maintain, support, um, anything to do with, I suppose, digital. We, we have a, a team here out of our, I suppose, 110, 120 nearly now uh, team. They'd be, they'd be experts uh, right across uh, digital. Um, a lot of e-commerce applications um, and a lot of large web systems as most software has gone online i suppose we've become more more of a software business in some ways but then we still have a large digital marketing uh end as well and a large strategy and consulting part of the business that i suppose advises people and helps them make the the transition to digital and i want to touch on those deals in a minute especially your more most recent one with kentco but i think uh the digital digitalization part of what you were talking about there about businesses pushing their their businesses more online is so important these days are you seeing businesses struggle with that yeah there, there are lots of challenges there but i suppose that's where we come in we've we've done so many of these um you know we've worked with hundreds and hundreds of, of clients over the years so so we can help with the journey but yeah it, it can be complicated um and people do struggle with it somewhat but there's a lot of success stories there too and i think when people come out the other side they, they look back and they realize that the you know the, the struggle was worth it and that there are a lot of advantages in, in taking a business i suppose more more digital or as 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 digital as you can i suppose with some with some businesses it might be like pulling teeth like they've been you know maybe physical uh businesses for so long and now this big push towards digital is coming their way there's no escaping it um are you seeing a lot of pushback in some regards um you know i know you were talking about the difficulty there for some businesses but is there is there more um i suppose optimism in that area or is there more pushback from irish businesses in particular Oh, I would say there's there's far more optimism, and and a lot of, a lot of businesses in Ireland, to be fair, are very progressive and have been doing this for a long time, um, and have been you know on on the journey for many years and 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 are are, are kind of leading. So I, I would say much more optimism that we would see rather than the people pushing back. Particularly now, maybe maybe ten years ago it might have been different. Okay, so let's get to this uh, the growth section of this conversation because I think that is at the core of Granite's um journey. Do you know it's it's grown so rapidly over the past few years, and um in November you recently finalised a deal with Kentco, which aims to create ten new jobs, boost revenues to fifteen million a year, hopefully, and fuel expansion into the US. So I suppose my question is um. What is the end goal for Granite? Are you going to continue to grow? Is are you going to slow down at any point? Um, I think what we're what we're looking to do um, is to kind of go out to 
currently we're planning to go to 50 million turnover, nearly 500 people. So um, what's happening is as, as we grow bigger, we're getting more opportunities. The opportunities are larger. Um, we've now opened an office in, in the US, uh, in New York. So, um, and also it's kind of, seems to be almost having a snowball effect where the bigger we get, um, the faster really we're, we're going in some, in some regards. So we would, we would see the growth accelerating rather than, rather than slowing down. Um, and then I suppose we'd like to get to kind of, as I said, you know, 50 million kind of a, a mid tier, um, company, um, you know, our, our industry is very, very fragmented. Um, there's lots and lots of smaller organizations. And then there's, I suppose, the big consulting companies that we'd be coming up against more and more now. So I suppose there, there is, there is space for what we consider, you know, a medium size, um, company. And I suppose a lot of the growth that we would see, um, will come from an international base as well. So we have the, the office in New York, um, which we, you know, is opening next month and we look to, to grow significantly. Um, and we possibly have opening an office in, in Dubai. Uh, and then also we have people in the UK. So the UK is becoming a bigger market for us as well. So we see significant growth and we see it accelerating rather than slowing down with anything. And what do you think about the environment in Ireland in particular uh, to grow in? You know, it's, 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 a, it's a good country to be operating from. We've got a very, um, a very technically literate workforce. Um, you know, there's, it's very diverse. There's people from all sorts of countries. I think we've got people from 18 different, um, countries working for us, um, all nearly all living in Ireland. So, um, you know, and, and it's, it's a great place to find talent. So, I mean, for us, it's been fantastic. Um, cause a lot of people will say, you know, you should offshore or, or, you know, get people in the far east maybe for, for for less but it's it's worked really well for us to to be based here we've a really diverse team we've a very very strong team um you know they've been with us a long time we've got a very um low staff turnover rate so which which helps with everything um but there's an awful lot of advantages um to be based in ireland i would say um very you know again forward-looking people um you know culturally when we're working with guys in the US or we're working with people in Europe or the UK, there's a general very positive attitude towards um, Irish people. Um, and, and, you know, we see it as a good work ethic and, and you know, I think culturally there's a good fit. We, we found it to be a big positive for us wherever we've gone. And I, I suppose, you know, as you talked about there, you've branched out into so many different markets. Um, I was just wondering, is there a market in particular that would be an obstacle for you to get to that goal of 50 million a year? I don't think so. I mean, like, you know, obviously going into some of the European markets, uh, the language, we already do quite a bit of work in France, but the, the language becomes an issue. But for us to get to that size, we could, you know, between Ireland and the UK, we could do it comfortably. Uh, that's even before, you know, our, our, I suppose our growth plans in the US. US is obviously an enormous market. So no, we can we can comfortably get there in the markets we're already in. Um and we we're also we we won a big contract in uh, in Dubai uh, in the last uh, month. So you know and, and we're we're uh, talking with a number of other people down there. So I think we could potentially um grow there as well. And again, English is the business language down there for the most part. So again, um 
you know, I suppose that's one of the one of the downsides uh, of, of, of working out of Ireland. We don't tend to, the Irish don't tend to have too many languages other than English. Um, but no, I, I think we can easily get to that that milestone um, just in the markets we're in already. Now we obviously have to grow there, but we've been successfully growing for, we've grown every single year for the last 14 in a row. We were in the July past 54 years in a row, um, you know, so we've, we've, we've kind of got a good idea how to continue to grow the business um, and we have a track record of doubling every three years. So I think we can, we can definitely do it with what we have. And you spoke there about the, the environments, both in, in Ireland and in markets abroad for growing in, but how has inflation and the interest rate environment impacted Granite Digital, if at all? Have you seen some customers pull back on spending, anything like that? We have, for, for sure. Um, now, I suppose there's, there's a few things there, like um, we we kind of founded the company in the middle of a recession, so so we're used to we're used to dealing with um, some of those challenges. Um, now, obviously, the environment now is nowhere near as bad as it was then. Um, but yeah, I mean, some clients have have pulled back. There is a little bit of uncertainty, but at the same time, we've seen we still have seen an uh, you know an increase in spending in digital. Um, you know, so I think we're we're benefiting from that. People continue to spend in digital. They continue to invest in it. Um, you know, we've we've I suppose we've got very long term uh, you know relationships with our with our clients over the last ten or fifteen years. So you know, we we've we've worked with them very closely. Most of our business, nearly all our business, comes from our existing clients um, and referrals. So we've we found working with them, yes, some of them will cut back their budgets in some areas, but then they'll be increasing them in other areas um, because again, you know, they're interested in growing their businesses as well, and, and digital is a really important part of that. So I mean, we've kind of worked very much of, you know, if our clients are growing their businesses, then we'll grow ours. So our kind of main main job is to help them grow theirs, which um so far um we haven't seen um too much of that, but See, there is a lot of uncertainty, so it's hard to know how it's gonna how it's gonna go. Um, I suppose some of the other advantages we have is we're, we we work in almost all sectors because digital is across almost all sectors. So, so certain areas will be, you know, negatively impacted, and having a hard time in other areas will be doing quite well. So it tends that that helps a lot as well. Um, and then again, being in different markets now, you know, we've probably I think 22, 23 percent of our revenue now comes from overseas. So that helps as well. So if there's if there's a you know the United States is absolutely booming still at the moment. Um, so even if there is more of a slowdown in the UK or here, um, again by by trying to diversify a little bit, um, we're trying to continue to grow. But so far, thankfully, with with what we've been doing, we haven't seen um, we haven't really seen the negative impact uh, affecting us. And how do you expect Granite Digital, this once upon a time small agency from Cork, to compete in the US? You know, it is booming, as you say, but there's so many, so much competition. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it's it's a it's a good question. Like we've we've I suppose we started in West Cork, and then we we uh, we moved to the big the big smoke in Cork to compete with some of the agencies there, uh, and then we moved to Dublin um you know we had to try and compete with with the agencies there um and we were we were kind of from from you know down the country a little bit um so th there's an element of that but i suppose just the, the, 
the team we have now and the skills that we've built up and the experience that we have and the brands that we are now working with in Ireland um, all stand to us. So, so we've got some really deep um, technical knowledge. I think what we found when we, when we got into the UK first, it was, it was the technical partnerships really helped. So we got in in a big way with um, Terminal 4 as, as a CMS solution and into higher education. We got in with Umbraco um, as a content management system. So again, our expertise in those areas um, meant that we had, you know, we had strong brand names in Ireland uh, in our client list, and we had an expertise in those those technologies. So we would see Kentico as helping, you know, greatly in that regard. So you know, we'll be, we're the only gold partner in Ireland in Kentico. There are obviously lots of gold partners in the United States. But because we're the only one in Ireland, we are winning lots of work that will then allow us to go to the United States with a good track record, um, you know, in Kentico with a, with a strong technical team. Um, and then we can look to win work there. Uh, we have people on the ground. As I said, you know, we, we've um, we've got a, I suppose we have a track record of, of, of winning work. Um, we've grown the business successfully. We've we've entered new markets already, be it the UK. Um, and even for, for us, us Cork lads going into Dublin was a new market at the time. Um, you know, this is obviously a bigger challenge, but we've we've done it before and we've a much, much stronger team now. If we had a small team then, um, we didn't have the depth of experience, we didn't have all the certifications, we didn't have all the awards. We've international awards in Umbraco, we've got lots of awards just as an agency. So again, they all stand to us hugely. You know, we've got a very significant credentials deck now. Um, you know, we've got so many even global brand names as, as, as clients. So when we go to the US and show we're a gold partner in this technology, we have a whole team of people that can do it. Here's all the sites we've built already. Here's all the brands, you know, at, at a really high level that we work with. We find that, you know, we, we, we can we can compete. Um, so so I think we're, we're confident We're you know, we it's going to be it's going to take a long time. It's going to be difficult and, and it'll take a lot of hard work, but we're, we're quietly, quietly confident that we can do it. It's such a great story. And we talked about it briefly earlier about the scale of it. So around 15 acquisitions in total, um, 15 large deals. Yeah. What has been the high point for you um, during this growth um, for, for Granite Digital? There's been a lot of high points. There's been a lot of high points. I mean, you know, just, just to see the team uh, grow, um, you know, we have, we kind of have a summer party usually um, down at the cricket club uh, in Cork, just to see the amount of people there. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it's, there's been a lot of high points. I think one of the ones for, for, for us as a group, as kind of local, local guys was, was to win the Cork Company of the Year in 2021. So I think that was a big, that was a big high point for us, I think, as a, as a Cork company. Um, you know, we won the we won large agency of the year uh, just last year uh, at the at the Spiders, which is again that that is the I suppose the Oscars in our in our industry. Um, so again, that was a very that was a high point. But I, I suppose you know being from Cork, maybe the Cork Company of the Year from the Chamber was was a particularly nice one, I think. Um, but there has been there's been lots of high points to be fair, um, and. Look, there's been a huge amount of work and there's been plenty of low points as well, like every business. But yeah, fortunately for us, there's been there has been more high points than low ones so far. Uh, I think look opening up in New York as well. And I think we'll have we'll have plenty of high points there. They're yet to come. 
Well, my next question is kind of obvious, but what have been the low points so far? The low points, um, I suppose, uh, you know, the, the COVID probably jumps out as one that was very stressful. Um, you know, it was hugely uncertain. We, we, we had to close the office, send everyone home. Um, an awful lot of our clients had to close, you know, we had a lot of hospitality clients, we had a lot of clients doing events, uh, things like that, where they literally their business just shut. So, you know, we had a huge amount of uncertainty, both for our clients, who we work with as partners. So we, we really kind of felt, you know, we really felt um, their pain. Uh, and, and there was a huge amount of uncertainty. People really didn't know what was going to happen. Um, and I think, you know, we we managed it, it, it well. The team were fantastic. Everyone was up and running at home. Um, you know, within a matter of hours, I suppose being a digital agency helped hugely with that because we were largely set up for that anyway. But, but it, you know, people were fantastic. Um, all of our team worked really closely with the customers. We did whatever we could for them because you, you just understood that people were under massive pressure, you know, that, that people were under an awful lot of stress uh, because I mean, our, our clients would all be businesses um, and everybody was struggling uh, with, with just the level of uncertainty. So that was definitely, you know, um, I suppose the biggest challenge we've had to date, the biggest low point. But thankfully, we, we came through it, came through it stronger. Uh, we managed to keep all our team together. We had to, I suppose, have a very difficult conversation. We got a lot of advice on, on potentially reducing the size of the team just because of the uncertainty. But we didn't because we figured, you know, when it when it bounces back, which it will, we're going to need everybody. Um, so that was a decision that was very difficult because of the amount of uncertainty um, and, and you know and it's a difficult thing to obviously you don't want to be reducing your team but then you don't want to you know be in a position where where your your costs go completely out of whack with with your revenue either so um that was very challenging we took the decision not to the team and i think it proved to be the right decision but you know that that was definitely the low point we were kind of grappling with those challenges which were very different challenges to the ones we're used to dealing with, which is growth, getting, you know, getting more people into the team, um, figuring out, uh, you know, juggling all the different things that are going on. And, and you know, growth brings its own challenges, but obviously they're, they're better ones to have than uh, dealing with, with you know, the uncertainty around COVID and all of that went with it. And prior to Granite, you worked in consulting for an investment bank in the US and you also uh, then later worked for Deloitte. So I have to ask if you were giving advice to someone now, an SME, um, from your consulting background, what would it be? Um, to help them grow, I suppose, you know, everyone's everyone's journey is somewhat different. I, I, think, I think the experience that... Um, we had like there was you know there was my background but there was there was four of us to start the business and, and we had a fifth, fifth partner join very quickly and that that helped us hugely um because it wasn't just one person's you know background and skill set we had a varied skill set from um you know four or five different people right from the start uh, and i would say that helped us hugely and speaking to lots of people because Obviously, we've acquired lots of companies along the way. Um, lots of the, you know, the founders of those companies are still working with us. Um, and they had their own challenges. And, and one of the big things that they found 
was if you're when you're on your own, like everything comes back to you. You know, there's no break, there's no let up. Um, certainly, we acquired good companies along the way where people got to a point where, you know, they just they felt it was just too much. They've been, you know, for for, for a decade, everything had come through them. Um, and I would say certainly to people starting out, if you can, to start out with more than one person. So to to start out with two or three, and ideally, you know, okay, you have to get on because there's going to be lots of stress. Um, so you do have to you do have to get on, but but in an ideal world, people with different skill sets. Um, so you know, having a varied amount of skill sets, and then just having more than one person, so that there's you know that there's a, there's another person to even just bounce an idea up or, or or check how you want to respond to something, or even just to take you know take up take the you know, take all the all the, the stress or the pressure and you see if you can get a break and, and go away for a while because that's something that we found with with owners of of businesses that we acquired like they, they never got to switch off ever you know, even when they were on holidays or something came up they were the first person to call it every time so i would say definitely if you can start with a group rather than on your own um and if the group can have you know a broader um background and different skills all the better um so I think that that for me was the because whatever the skills I had obviously helped in some ways, but like without all the other guys and all the skills they had and vice versa, it, it just it would have never grown. I think we'd have we'd have topped out much, much sooner. Uh, and then when you do grow uh, and you bring in new people and you bring in, you know, more diverse uh, opinions and people with different backgrounds again, um, you know, we, we just found that it, it accelerates. Um, you know, you you and, and and you just have people with new ideas, different ways of coming about things, um, different experiences. People who have experienced, you know, something new happens. Like at this stage, there's nearly always when you get to a certain size, there's nearly always somebody that has met that challenge before. And you know, once you start getting a hundred people, um, so yeah, that that'd be one piece of advice I would say we found um, that that companies with sort of two or three founders. I would say possibly find it easier, um, you know, and 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 even in, in acquisitions, we you know because we've acquired a lot of companies where there's been a single, I suppose a single founder, single owner, single person running the business, and we've also had ones where there's been more, and, and I think they tend to be bigger. Um, and so yeah, that that would be one piece of advice I think. And my final question, you hinted at it earlier about plans for next year um, and even this year. So can you tell us a little bit more about those plans, maybe uh, any more acquisitions on the horizon? Sure. Yeah, we have just closed one acquisition um, this month, uh, which we'll be announcing, I'd say, in the next two or three weeks. Um, we're currently working with another company uh, in Ireland, which we're hoping to close out. Uh, by the end of the year, might run into January, but hoping to close out by the end of the year. Um, and I think, you know, what's happened in the past is, you know, we, we announce what we're doing, you know, we get some publicity and then people often contact us and say, you know, we're interested in in, uh, in selling our business or, or, or working with you guys or whatever. So so that's, that's kind of, as I said earlier, kind of snowballed a bit. Um, so, you know, the more this goes on and the more, the more we're doing, there's almost more, you know, there, there seems to be always one or two ongoing. Um, and I think what we're looking to do then 
next year is is possibly even even look at um you know acquiring a business overseas which we haven't done before it's all been in ireland um so i think you know now that'll bring its own challenges in terms of of, of having to be on the ground a lot more and, and a lot more travel etc which, which we have to do anyway but you know to acquire a business and have, have, have to do that will we'll increase it even further the amount of travel and the amount of commitment to being in the market um, but that's certainly something we're, we're, we're considering um, so that could well be coming um, there'll be more jobs um, I'm almost certain because there's just a lot a lot of new uh, large projects and contracts also almost um, almost there so there'll definitely be a lot more news uh, that's that's for sure um, and uh, yeah so there's 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 a lot there, there's a lot happening and, and we're looking to do the launch of our New York office as well next month so um, that's something we're, we're, we're doing uh, over there in December so yeah there's still still more to do this year and a lot a lot planned for next year um, so it'll keep us busy. I think that's a great note to leave this on, Connor. Thank you so much for joining me today. Cheers. Join me for another episode of the IE Business Podcast next week. The IE Business Podcast, in association with PwC, a dedicated private business team built around you.